0: Day to you. How are we looking? It's a Thursday. Got a little rumble overnight. Not bad. I sleep better when the thunder's rolling. And uh, woke up today refreshed, ready to go. Brewers got bombed last night. I thought that was uh, L.A. knocking at my door. Still bombing the Brewers after what uh, the Brewers didn't do last night. Brewers lost two in a row now to the uh, L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers and the and the Atlanta Braves, certainly uh, the two division leaders in the National League, the West and the East, and uh, the Brewers just uh, don't handle them. So, uh, you know, I know last night, as the Brewers were down relatively early in that game, I started getting a, a few texts and a tweet and an email saying, you keep talking about getting hot at the right time, and can they can they do something in the postseason? And, and the naysayers come out and wag the finger and say, see, told you so. They can't compete with the teams that have spent a ton of money. And right now I can't argue with that. <laughs> just, they got the hell beat out of them by Atlanta. One and five against Atlanta. They're, they've they been drilled two in a row again by the, the Dodgers, and I get it. You know? So, uh, it's just, you know, I guess you be, if, if you're going to, if you're going to end up being a good baseball team, but not a great baseball team, you're going to end up being the third best in the National League because you'll win your division, but are you going to be able to compete in the postseason when it comes to the Braves and the Dodgers and a lot of people after last night? I shouldn't say a lot. The uh, the loud minority of told-you-sewers came out of the woodwork last night. So I, it's, it's a, it is a rather loud minority. Uh, By the way, welcome to the program today. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Grant Bills producing the program, at Wisco Grant. Uh, Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show, The Bill Michaels Show. And the same thing over on Facebook, facebook.com, slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube, Twitch TV, and the KICK app are all the same, which is simply Bill Michaels Show. And then you can email the program if you choose to do so, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels.com is the website. And you can download the app and listen to us on the Zone Madison, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison app. And if you uh, listen after the fact, there's Spotify, there's Apple iTunes, there's Google Podcasts, there's iHeart, there's, you know, I can go through all the other apps out there, but uh, we're we're pretty much everywhere. So there you have it. Grant uh, Grant, Bill's, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing good. I needed a a restful night of sleep
1: last night because I think I, I was I was going through it on my drive in. I think that was the most frustrating Brewers game I've watched all season. I was triggered last
0: night. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, a comedy of errors and catchers interference and just yeah. I, I shut it off. I have to admit, I. For people that you know, hey, are you watching this mess? Uh, no, I'm not. I shut it <laughs> off. It you it was it I, I gotta be honest, it was the first time that I've done it in a long time to where I said this team gave up. And they weren't even out of the third inning yet. This yeah. team just looked beat. And it and, and they weren't even out of the third inning. I'm like, I'm done. I had uh I was up last night, God, till maybe one thirty, something like that this morning. Um, just, you know, you, you get people don't see what we do in regards to some of the events we put together behind the scenes. And we had a lot of meetings yesterday and there's a lot of details still to go over. And, and, uh, but I was up late last night. I just got kind of carried away and all of a sudden, you know, Kristen called me late and said, Hey, I'm going to bed. I'll talk to you in the morning. Are you in bed? And I said, Oh my God, no. What time is it? I just lost track of time. And it was, it was pretty late, and I just kept working and working and working. So, anyway, long story short, I never even watched. I didn't watch Hard Knocks. I was going to re-watch Hard Knocks last night. Didn't watch it. Was going to watch a Brewers game. Turned it off after the third inning. Was so disgusted. I actually uh, – they had a lawn order marathon on last night. I just put it on in the background and sat at the kitchen table and just worked last night. Just work. Hey, by the way, i got to ask you something here. So, uh, yesterday, I forgot – to turn off the the line here. And for those that don't know, I mean, I, I work in a studio that's uh, built within my home, and uh, Grant is in the studio in Madison, and we still broadcast all over the state of Wisconsin on our you know vast array of network stations and such. Um, so I forgot to turn off the line last night, because normally I get off the air, turn all the computers off, turn off the system, and then I, I leave the room. I forgot to turn it off. So yesterday... Uh, I'm walking around. I got home from my meetings, and I hear this voice, and I'm like, what the hell? I thought somebody was in my house, and it was you. You were on the air yesterday <laughs> doing your show. And all I heard was somebody, and I think it was me. I think it was somebody said it was about me. Somebody said, I was Was it I sucked? Yeah, I was, I was yelling at a caller.
1: I'm glad you heard this because yeah. I did the, the fourth hour of yeah. the show the other day. And someone called in to start the 1 o'clock hour and said, Bill Michaels sucks, the Packers suck, and hung up the phone. And I recognized whose voice it was. And then he called my show last night, and I was giving him the business for it because it, it ticked me off. So that's yeah. what you were hearing. Counter uh, Caller accountability. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. First of all, if you're going to do that, and you're going to call up, and you're going to be this little cowardly, you know, I want to say something, but I won't. Yeah. Uh, at least put, be mad. At, it's a phone. It's not like we're going to reach through it and whoop your ass. It's a phone. At least be man enough to put your name behind it. Instead, they had to figure out and recognize you had to recognize the voice to then do an, uh, enough deduction to say, "Oh, I know who it was. It was you or what have you, yeah. you know." But come on, man. I and I I was kind of laughing cuz they, you know, I whether you, you know, the old adage is haters make you famous, so I'll take that all day long.
1: Yeah, Robert Saleh said if you don't got pay- I, if you don't have haters, you ain't popping. That's what he said.
0: Right? So you're popping. So I, I'll take it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take the haters. I don't mind that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I walked in last night. I heard a voice, and I'm coming up the stairs, and I went, oh, I left the I left the uh, the kid on last night. I left the line open, and then I even thought, I wonder if I turn my mic on, if I just pop on the show, if I because I, I would assume you're in the same studio. Yep. And if that mic would have been up, it would have been like I just jumped on. No, you suck, and just hung back up. <laughs> you know, something like Bill's that. Bill's always listening. But I. That, yeah then I heard that that I so I came in on that last night because very rarely do I ever forget that and the reason why is is because one, I then hear your show, uh, which is not bad. I listen to you know that every now and then, but uh in the morning when Ebo and those guys go on, um i I'll be laying in bed and if the door to the studio is open, I'll hear it i'll I'll start hearing voices at like six in the morning, and I'll be like, oh crap, you know, and I'm thinking. Either one, what am I hearing? Like, is somebody downstairs turning on the radio or something in the in the sound system? And it freaks me out. So, uh, anyway, I usually just turn it off. But I came in last night, and I thought that was pretty funny. Something about, you know, you <laughs> he sucks. I'm like, I think he's talking about me. Sweet. And maybe it's just my complex. Maybe I just got my own complex well right. yeah I
1: he was talking about how you always talk about aaron Rodgers, and i'm like brett i listened the caller's name is brett i heard all four i hear all four hours every day i'm sitting here i hear, I hear every word i don't think we talked about rogers at all yesterday what, what are you complaining about what are you talking about
0: you know if like here's my question when people say that and there is a legitimate story whether it has something to do with Rodgers, a reference to it. I mean, God, the guy, put it this way. People got sick of us talking about Brett Favre. And Favre still had a lot to do with the organization and the decisions that were being made. And now, again, today, Aaron Rodgers, we didn't do it. Rodgers puts out a Instagram post in which he tags David Bakhtiari and actually has the arrow pointing to his side of the line. So... Like to say, you know, hey, we'd love to have you here. And again, nobody, no, the organizations, from what we understand, are not talking. And Bakhtiari's not going anywhere. But this continues to be a thing. And I woke up today, this is how much of a horse's ass bread is. So I woke up today and to say, oh, you're talking about Rogers. The first 10 or 15 emails I had today. I had today. We're all in reference to Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari and his Aaron Rodgers trying to get the Jets and persuade the Jets to bring yet another Aaron Rodgers buddy to New York. And it's 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 what people are talking about now, just because he doesn't want to Brett, turn the damn show off. Go listen to political talk. Uh, the Mississippi River is right over to your, uh, you know, western side. You take a swim, man. You know, maybe head over to Minnesota, something like that. But it's it's what's topical, and you don't ignore the obvious. You know, it's it's called suicide in radio. You know, you either it, it's to, there. There are certain times where things become monotonous, mundane, and you're fishing. I get that. There's other times when it's a topical discussion, and it it to, like today is, and I had to shut it down early. I'm like, no, they, I, I would. Aaron Rodgers love David Bakhtiari to be there. Absolutely freaking lutely. Do the Packers want to give him up for basically nothing? No. Do the Packers want to give him up and, and only gain a couple million bucks in uh, salary? No. And do they want to make sure that their new quarterback is protected? Yes. So there's no reason at this point to give into the whims of Aaron Rodgers as a New York Jet unless the Jets are willing to way overpay to get David Bakhtiari. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. And beyond, besides... Those two guys have been going back and forth after each other in a comical way in the media for a while now. Nothing's going on other than this playful banter between two friends. Who cares? It So that's the reason it came up today. There you go. That's it. Uh, so there's there's the open, uh, but I'm glad I caught that yesterday. Anything else going on off, uh, off the top of your head that, uh, you know, is gnawing at you?
1: oh man non at me I I think tonight on my show I'm going to talk a lot about the Packers kicking situation because I heard on the morning show Rob Reichel and Ebo going back and forth about it I I just think a lot of Packers fans are are really starting to pay attention to Anders Carlson and they're like wait are we we're going into the season with this when we could maybe call Mason Crosby or do this or that so I think the kicking situation is going to become a big thing at least on my show the next couple of days
0: Let's, let's do this real quick, but just for the fact that I'm cutting up a little bit, and I want to make sure that uh, our line is good, speaking of our line. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a lot more to get to. got a lot of stuff going on today. Hang in there. Uh, we're going to have more of the Bill Michaels. There's a lot of people chiming in over in the uh, live stream as well, so uh, we're going to get into all of that also. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And at Pella, Pella whether it's the doors, the windows, you know I love them, roll screens innovations different things like that the bundle as everybody's bundling something now uh get a hold of our friends at pella windows and doors of Wisconsin and uh, give them a shout 855 pella wi that's 855 pella wi or go to pellawi.com that is pellawi.com more of the bill michael show coming up next this is the bill michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone radio network shout-out to, uh, to my guy, Joe Hennis, um, over at uh, Smoke on the Water and Sloppy Joe's. And the reason being is, is not only is, uh, does he have a ride that also helps benefit uh, Fisher House, Wisconsin. That's coming up in October. So um, we appreciate Joe and all of that. But, uh, man, he has been, everything that's been posted on the motorcycle ride page to promote the ride this year, hey he's done an over and above i mean he puts it out to all of his patrons he puts it out to his friends and family he puts it out on both the sloppy joe page and the smoke in the water page and man we appreciate it so much uh i every time we post something almost immediately he grabs it and reposts it and and puts it out on instagram puts it on all their social social media platforms they did some video on it it's just what a great guy uh just love joe hennis and his wife ellen so much and we have such a, a great relationship anyway, away from work and, and sponsorships and business and such, but just always such a good guy. So uh, I, to, from me to them, thank you. And from me to you, if you are looking for a place to eat, if you're looking for a place to go check out some music, uh, if you're looking for great Bloody Marys on a Sunday morning, go to Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon right there on Hubertus in Hubertus. Uh, and if you're looking for, uh, you know, to sit by the lake and watch the boats go by and the Great Underground, uh, the the below deck, if you will, as they call it, over at Smoke on the Water. Both places just absolutely awesome. So thanks to them for being a part of the program and supporting the stuff that we do. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I want to I, I want to go back to something you said, Grant. You were you said tonight on the show you're going to talk about uh, the the kicking game in Green Bay. Uh, I which is a question that came up. At the cigar dinner the other night, you know, is it is is the kicking game? Is it over? And it's and my answer is that right now it sucks, and and you can't, you know, nobody can deny that there, there's, you know, it, it's just not good. I, I think we can all admit to that. Um, however, the way and and Mike Clements brought this up the other day in the program, the way it, I mean Anders Carlson. His brother, we all know, made made one of four against the Packers, got Zimmer cut him right after that, kicked him out. Now he's a pretty good kicker, and I think he's kicking for the uh, the um, Las Vegas Raiders. And Rich Basaccia is the one that worked with him and got him right. And Rich Basaccia his fingerprints are all over this Anders Carlson pick in the sixth round because, one, he's got a huge leg. He, he can... Stick it through the uprights from 55, okay? His accuracy is an issue. We can all admit to that. Um, and, and I, again, yesterday, I was down at the uh, Harley Davidson Museum. I'm sitting there. I'm waiting to get into our meeting. And there's a gentleman who recognized me, come over and started. The first thing he says is, D- boy, does their kicker suck? And I, I said, look, right now he does. And then the first thing he wants is Mason Crosby back. And I said, I just don't think it's going to happen. They're going to work with this guy. They're going to live with this guy, good or bad, because of of the. It's kind of like in the NBA. You can't teach height. You know, if you've got a seven foot guy, he's a seven foot guy. You can't teach that. He's he's just a guy that that's that big. And then you can teach versatility and and outside shooting and all that other kind of stuff or whatever you can accentuate upon his ability. Um, I think that's what's going to happen with with Anders Carlson. I think they're going to stick with him. They may have some competition come in eventually. Who knows? Or maybe they. They look at another kicker or something along the way. But I I just think that that they're going to stick with him because they believe a big leg is something that, you know, it's very hard to find. And he's got that. So they're just going to hopefully be able to develop his accuracy and develop the process, which we know was such a big deal with Mason Crosby in the year two years ago when it was just a mess because of the side that the laces were being placed upon and the snap and the accuracy. And I mean, it was, it's a whole deal. I just think that this has a lot of work in progress, if you will, written all over it for Rich Basaccia and, and that, that crew, the long snapper uh, who is uh, Matt Orzek, uh right now, they've got uh, Broughton Hatch, uh, Hatcher, Hatcher is the other guy's name that they have in camp. Um, but it's going to be between, you know, Orzek, uh, Anders Carlson, uh, Pat O'Donnell. If Pat O'Donnell is the guy, Daniel Wheelan obviously has been a pretty good punter. He's got a big leg, but Pat O'Donnell has been probably the more sure-handed guy when it comes to when it comes to uh, the hold. and And they'll work out that process. And I so I as much as I agree with all of you because you're you know once you start taking points off the board or you're or you're not putting the points up that are handed to you, when you've got an offense that that grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds and ultimately stalls out, and you need you know, a field goal from 35 yards and you're yanking that thing wide left and wide right. It's it's really looking bad. You know, eventually the guys on the offense are going to start saying, hey, dude, you can go sit at the other end of the bench and not be near us because we're working our ass off out here and you're shanking these things like the eponymous you are. And they're going to start resenting that, okay? But I think right now everybody understands that this is a process. And I think they're going to stick with him a long, long time. And that that's... Whether it's right or wrong, I think that's just where the 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 the, the thought process is right now. Bill, I agree, agree with Grant? you.
1: Well, well, I just wanted to ask you a follow-up. I agree that a bunch of missed kicks can really frustrate a locker room, totally 100%. Do mm-hmm. you think that this situation with this team is a little different, given that Anders Carlson is a rookie and a lot of the players on this team are younger? Jordan Love just getting started and a lot of the tight ends and some of the linemen... I, I think maybe this year could be a little bit different because they're all younger and they're all just starting out. Maybe that dynamic wouldn't be as bad if the kicker struggles. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
0: I think that uh, if I'm a kicker and I'm looking at my quarterback, who's a rookie or rookie year, so to speak, I'm going, yeah, hey, you understand the grind. If I'm looking at the end of the bench and there's David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins and some of those guys, and then the defense is going on the field because like Kenny Clark Devondre Campbell, Preston Smith, and i got to look those guys in the eyes, I think it's a little bit more intimidating because those are the guys that are veterans. Those are the guys that are actually the peers. So uh, as much as you may look at at Jordan Love and go, hey, dude, man, you understand what I'm going through. I'm sorry about that. Um, Eventually, you got to think that some of the other guys that are more veteran are going to go, dude, you better get your s together. Because this, you know, I'm out, I'm tired of my busting my ass out here in a year in which I'm trying to get contracts and money and such, and we can't put wins on the board because you're Shankopotamus. So, uh, I think it's it's. I agree with you. There's a lot of hey, hey, man, you got some time, get it done. When you look at Watson and Dubs and Jaden Reed and Musgrave and a lot of those guys, but you know, when you've got you know a, a scatback like Aaron Jones out there taking hits and doing everything he can to get downfield, you got to look those guys in the eyes eventually and uh, that'll that'll come to pass. So I think right now it's a work in progress, but <laughs> I agree that it's a younger team, but it's it's still a team that has some pretty hefty weighted opinion veterans on it that you're going to have to answer to
1: yeah and I guess that's why Matt LaFleur Rich Bisaccia the the leading coaches I guess that's why they make the money right because they're going to have to look their guys in the eye and say I know this guy's going through growing pains and I know this guy's struggling but but the coaches have to be the one to get the whole team to accept it and and pull the rope in the same direction that's part of the head coach's job it's
0: easy to be look when you don't have news about a kicker things are good and it's easy when a kicker splits the uprights as time expires and you can celebrate and give the kicker some praise. But for the most part, kickers, it's a thankless job. The only time you recognize kickers is when things are going bad. And when that's what you don't want as a kicker is to be suddenly recognized. And, you know, again, like I said, it's its one thing when, you know, the rookies are looking at you going, man, come on, you know, let, you know, I understand what you're going through. Let's see what we can do to where you got a guy like David Bakhtiari's glaring over at you saying I'm going to speak my mind in the locker room and they're going to put a mic in front of him and they're going to say you know hey tough game uh, you know a couple of kicks here or there and you guys could have ended up winning this thing what are your thoughts and he says it sucks and he speaks his mind you know it sucks it sucks when a kicker can't split the uprights that's all they get paid to do you know uh, and he you know, I I can hear it now now he may not be as blatant as that but guys have been where they say it sucks This is, you know, (laughs) I get paid to do one thing, and that's block for the quarterback. And if I don't do my job very well, I'm out of a job. And if they say, well, we're going to let this guy, you know, kind of, uh, you know, percolate for a while to see if we can't get him right. You're going to you're going to take suddenly the pressure not only comes from the outside, but it starts to come from the inside as well. Not just from the general manager, but from the guys that are inside the locker room with you every day because plane rides become very lonely. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're sitting with your long snapper going, geez, guys, you know, uh, I mean, nobody wants to talk to us and it, it, it can become isolating. So uh, I, I believe you're right. And I think they're going to stick with him for a long time. But um, eventually if he doesn't start splitting the uprights on a consistent, say a few games into this thing, then uh, it, he's going to have to deal not only with the guys in the locker room and with the front office, but the fans are going to start screaming as well. Cause you, you can't sit at Lambeau field in perfect weather conditions in September and miss kicks and you can't go to a dome in Atlanta for your second game and miss kicks. God, can you imagine if the Packers just scrap and fight and kick ass and it comes down to a 40 yard field goal, something Mason Crosby was pretty much automatic with last year. It comes down to a 40 yard field goal at soldier field and he shanks it and you take your first loss and it's a, it's against the bears and it's because a kicker, missed the kick. Oh, I I can't imagine that. So, I mean, the the, the leash would then become extremely short at that point. 867 1670 give us a shot. I mean, can you can you imagine that Grant? I mean, first game of the season, you scrap, you fight, you drive down, you're like, "Oh man, we got this." And then he shanks it.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm trying to think about what sports radio would be like the week following a loss like that, and I I don't want to think about that because that would be right? That would be a toxic week of sports radio and of, of conversations between fans. That would suck. It would
0: be uh, the post game show alone would be full of ire and rage. You know, I mean, I, and I'm only throwing out the hypotheticals, uh, you know, because people say I'm prophesizing, which I'm not, but just you know i i'm i'm there is the ability to have a learning curve and then there's the ability to say okay you know it's time to go <laughs> in big moments when games are on the line you got to you got to be the guy or let's just say he misses 4 PATs and they lose by 2 <laughs> you know yeah so i mean yeah, uh, it's yeah and instead of putting, you know, 27, 28 points on the board, they put up 24 and they lose 27, 24 on a last-minute field goal by the Bears. And then you can say it wasn't one, but it was four missed Shankopotamuses that ended up costing you a game. And that's that's the thing, you know. So it was – and somebody just brought up Amari Rodgers. You only put up with that crap so long. They kept giving him a shot and giving him a shot and giving him a shot until Rich Passaccia got there and went, this guy sucks. And Gone. Out the door. Now, at that point in time also, uh, he w- really wasn't catching passes. And the quarterback had already deemed him, uh, I think he's a punt returner, right? <laughs> he's returning <laughs> so pre- punts for us. He's That's returning puns for us. That was pretty much the last, wham, nail in the coffin. That was it for Amari Rogers. So, uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. This day, this portion brought to you by our friends uh, over at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Pig Porker. Uh, And uh, I'm talking about a sandwich here just uh, for the snickering that's going on out there. That's uh, the Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee, as a matter of fact. Bunch of sports on the screens. I know last night they were going, ugh, ugh, watching the Brewers and the Dodgers. But uh, hopefully uh, the sounds are coming out a little bit better on Saturday night as the Packers take on the Patriots. You can sit there and watch the boats go by, get some good food. They have a lot of different charity raffles that go on down there. So check out our friends at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill in Pewaukee on Pewaukee. There you have it. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Kristen's approached me and said, hey, uh, don't want to do a lot of shoveling. And in February, after the Super Bowl, we want to get away. And I said, well, here you go. And gave her the uh, phone number of Kirk over at uh, Cruise Planners. So they're going to take a seven-day Caribbean cruise and get out of the cold weather for a little period of time, get a little bit of a respite, if you will. So if you want to do the same and you're thinking about it, You can put a little money down, pay it off. You can finance it, whatever it happens to be. But uh, get a hold of my buddy Kirk over at Cruise Planners Land and Cruise Vacations. Uh, They take care of it all, and they can do everything from an all-inclusive to just a weekend getaway, whatever it happens to be. 262-344-0697. All over the country, by the way. So they are are licensed in so many different states as well. But uh, 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. And they get a hold of our friends over there at Cruise Planners, and they can help you out if you want to think about it. Uh, because I know <laughs> some people love the wintertime, and it's great, and Christmas comes, and after Thanksgiving, and snow, and hunting, and getting base, and doing a little skiing, and all that kind of stuff. And then you get to February and March, and you're like, oh, this sucks. This just sucks and you're ready for warmer weather. Well, this gives you at least an opportunity to get away and gives you a break for a little bit. So, get a hold of our friends over there at Cruise Planners, uh, 262-344-0697 give them a shout. Um the uh, oh, let's see here. Dave says, "Are you or Grant trying out for the anthem singing at the Pfizer before Bucks games?" No. Put an end to that real quick. Wait, you're not? I thought we were both doing it together. I, I thought we were no. doing it at the, at the No. Level. There's there's no duet here. Oh, okay. uh, we we are not ebony and ivory. It's not happening. All right, I gotta I gotta <laughs> send a text to cancel something real quick. Don't
1: mind me. I don't know if um I don't know if Mike Clemens is a good singer. Mike is called in for a, a quick update from Packers practice. We got Mike on the line.
0: Let's do uh, let's do Mike Clemens right here right now. Mike, oh, what's going on, buddy?
1: Depends on what kind of music we're talking about.
0: Yeah, you're an old school guy. I could see you throwing down some Blue Easter cold.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe not so much that, but like I used to do the Eagle songs and America and all that. You know, I I yeah. uh, I played guitar, yeah, made some money in some clubs, and then I got married and I realized what the hell do I need this for? So
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that back in the day. You came home with a pocket full of panties just because of your singing. You're you're all over it.
2: Anyway, we're here at the uh, Packers joint practices with the New England Patriots and uh, I, I got to start off with a bit of a rant on the behalf of fans. You know that huge parking lot that's, uh, what would that be, to the east of Lambeau Field? You know, they put that johnsonville yeah. Brots structure in there. So right. it's completely blocked off for parking for fans. I don't know where fans are. They're probably parked in Sheboygan for this thing. I mean, everything is blocked off. A lot of it has to do, I think, for the safety of the visiting team for the Patriots, and they come and bring them in in golf carts and, and whatnot. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's just uh, – parking is hard here. Now, I'm look, I'm inside the practice field, and, yeah, the stands are full, and there's people out there on the street uh, as well, but it's not as big of a crowd as you would anticipate for these two days of joint practices that they're hosting here. And, and we had some showers overnight, but it's perfect out here right now. I just – I wish that we could make the parking a little bit more easier for fans, and I'm sure anybody that tries to come to one of these things would agree. I we don't have any really uh, outstanding breaking news from this camp. Jaden Reed, the number eleven, that slot receiver that uh, uh, you know, there's so much promise for. He sat out practice yesterday. Lafleur just said uh, he wasn't sure what his status was if he's going to be able to participate. Inside linebacker Devondre Campbell set out yesterday's practice, that also might be a little bit of a standpoint that they need to look at the back end of candidates that have got an inside linebacker. I would say the biggest story right here, Bill, I thought was intriguing. It's something we started kicking around. When you have a rookie out of the seventh round from Kentucky, like Carrington Valentine, who keeps impressing every day through OTAs, mini camps, and now three weeks in the training camp, and making plays in a game, and on family night, and yesterday here, it's like maybe to get this guy on the field. And while Eric Stokes is still rehabbing, so where would you put him? And the other thing is no one has distinguished themselves as the safety that's gonna be alongside Darnell Savage Jr. Maybe it's time to move Rasul Douglas back to safety and and then bring in this Carrington kid because he's just got as much speed as Eric Stokes did a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. so Bill Huber from Sports Illustrated got into the locker room first and asked Rasul that question. He goes, yeah, it might be a possibility. He seemed to be actually – he said, yeah, I could be Ed Reed. I could be Ed Reed. So LaFleur even said they might look at it. That's what we'll be looking for to see, you know, will they actually get to that point where they think that they could move 29 to the back end.
0: Mike, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about Andrews Carlson. I know you and I have touched on it a little bit, but uh, the fact that he has not been consistent continues to be inconsistent. I know that they like his big leg, but, um, you know, I, I guess the question you I have for you is how long of a leash do they give him into the season?
2: I don't know, man. I don't know because, you know what, if Mason Crosby was still here, uh, you wouldn't be concerned about it. And, you know, Belichick's got 38, Nick Folk here, uh, just in case the young kicker he's got in camp, you know, doesn't, doesn't pan out. He made his kicks uh, yesterday, but it's just another one's head scratchers. So we talked about, uh, you know, he's he, – uh, Anders Carlson is kicking about 70% for camp. He misses two point after touchdowns, though, in, in Cincinnati in good conditions. Then he misses one inside the Hudson Center the other day. Then yesterday, there's a little bit of a crosswind out here. It picked up at other times, but they were doing two minutes. So he had to hurry-up, run, step, plant, kick, just as if you would as time was expiring to try and kick the winning field goal. I think he was from about 40 out. It was the worst field goal attempt I've ever seen in all the years I've been out here to practice. It was horrible. I mean, there's, wow. there's fans, they pull out of the stands at family night that have better kicks. It, this thing went up. It went sideways. It never got end over end. It kind of floated, and it fell at about the 12-yard line. And today, Lafleur said, was asked, was that the wind, or was that a miss kick? And he said, no, he's got too strong of a leg. It was a miss kick.
0: Mike, I put out the, the the hypothetical today. I don't know if you were listening or not, but I said, you know, uh, I know they want to work with this guy because you cannot teach a big leg, and he's got a big leg. Uh, but what happens if, say, the Packers battle and fight, and the, it's game one and it's the Bears and, you know, the whole I own you thing, trying to keep that, you know, traditional alive, if you will, and it comes down to a 37- or 40-yard field goal, and he absolutely shankopotamus as one to lose a game against the the rival Chicago Bears to open up your season. I cannot imagine. First of all, I can only imagine what the phones are going to be like after the game during our postgame show. But secondly, I cannot imagine that they would leave that leash as long as maybe it is right now to try to get him right.
2: I know. And, you know, that's where is this organization so – hell-bent on moving forward that they wouldn't bring back mason crosby maybe they don't want to spend the money on it uh to allocate it to it or they just you know they'll bring in another kicker uh when there's cut downs after labor day weekend i i don't know the thought going to talk to us tomorrow but you know i talked to carlson a good five or six minutes and he talks about listen he said uh i know why i've been wide right is I, if I start my approach just a little too quick, it goes right. If I'm a little behind in my step plan kick, it can go left. So he, And yet, in that point after that, he missed the other day. Uh, he, uh, Pat O'Donnell, the veteran punter and holder, was sitting there and looked at him and waited three seconds and, like, ready? And they get at all the time of the world. And then he nodded and he missed it. So it's in his head. It's totally in his head, uh, but it's, you know you, you want to remind folks, his older brother, Daniel, was a kicker for the Vikings, had that game here. Uh, it's uh, in September uh, against the Packers three, four years ago. It was the overtime game where Clay got called for you know a, a couple of uh, uh, late hits on the quarterback allegedly mm-hmm. and it went into overtime. But he missed three kicks and Mike Zimmer you know, canned him like on the plane ride home. Right. So uh, but Carlson now has been with the Raiders. Basachio worked with the older brother in the Raiders, and so you know he thinks that uh, this Anders, the younger brother, is the second coming, and that's where that situation stands. It's, you know, and it's important, obviously. It's it's important. These these games are going to be close, and you're going to need that leg.
0: And he's kicking in good conditions. We're not even into the cold, winter, blustery, nasty months right now. You know what I mean?
2: Right, right, right. So. There's that situation there. Wide receiver, um, pretty good. Nice problems to have. All young, all terribly young. Mm-hmm. And then this Grant DuBose kid who was out with a back, a seventh-round pick, he's now starting to make a case. You see the speed with him. So, you know, after Samari Torre, when you get to about the fourth or fifth receiver, is it is it Malik Keith, the kid that uh, I've been talking about, undrafted out of Mississippi? Bo Melton uh, is hurt. He was had some flash. In camp, or this Grant kid get him in there, and then you know, you start talking about that, that argument again. Do you go five? Do you go six? Do you go seven wide receiver? If you do that, do you have? Do you really have three running backs or just two like you had last year? So that's that's really what you'll be looking for in this game against the Patriots Saturday night. Those reps. What's going on in that situation? Over on the defense. Um, you know, Brooks is one of these guys that they've got on the defensive line. You want to see how you've got depth going on there. You want to see more consistency from Devontae Wyatt if he's, in fact, going to be your nose tackle so Kenny Clark can kick to the outside. Uh, but they seem to be having some good things happening there. Uh, how about Lucas Anas, first-round pick uh, at outside linebacker, a quiet camp so far. And mm-hmm. we just talked a little about that. He said, you know, he's, he's into it. He's into the books. He's studying hard. He didn't want to make comparisons to the eh, sort of slow start that Rashawn Gary had as a rookie. But then again, you had the Smith brothers, man. <laughs> he had just paid right. all this money to, to address edge rushers. And, you know, man, those guys were on the clock, and Rashawn was picked to learn. Uh, so that's what the status is there. The good news is that J.J. Anikbari, I think he's looked. I think he looked great the other night against the Bengals. And Mm -hmm. that's the kid that's filled in for them last year, you know, a later-round pick.
0: Mike, real quick, I want to ask you, uh, go back to the offensive side of the football. Sean Ryan gets uh, suspended last year for the PEDs, comes in with the wild hair. People kind of looked at him like, are you even going to be here? And then he shaves the hair off, the whole thing. He tries to kind of do the conformity thing. Tell me about Sean Ryan, a third-round draft choice from last year.
2: He's not drawn a lot of attention. Even though, uh, you know, we were watching him, about a well, last week in Cincinnati, they had some really good one-on-ones, and actually, some of the guys that are keeping score on that say that he's eight and zero. He hasn't; they haven't put anybody up against them. And what we've seen in the individuals to beat them, but there's not much talk about him. I mean, everything is a focus on Zach, Tom, uh, Rasheed Walker getting snaps now at tackle, maybe left tackle, and that starts stirs up all this controversy. But are they really right. going to trade Bakhtiari to the Jets? You know, oh, No, but they're trying guys out because Bakhtiari's been on and off, right? So they're thinking about, well, what does this look like if Bakhtiari can't play? So they're trying out different guys. But no, Sean Ryan, that's a guy that you're going to be want to see at what point did they bring him in against the Patriots game? You know, how late in the game and how many snaps does he get in order to evaluate where he's at? Because I'll tell you, if you're looking for that category of surprise cuts, that would be a guy I would put up there. I ju- they just don't talk much about it.
0: Mike, good stuff, buddy. Get back to practice, and uh, we will talk to you soon, okay?
2: Thank you, Bill. Appreciate Hey, by the way, just ran into some listeners from the Stevens Point area here. Listen to you all Excellent. the time in the Stevens Point Point, Wausau area.
0: Excellent. Great stuff. And hopefully we're back on in Wausau relatively soon. That'd be awesome, man. Appreciate it, bud. We'll talk. Bye-bye. There you go, Mike Clements, off, off and running. Good to get Mike on the air with us. Always uh, great to get the, uh, the catch-up right there uh, in Green Bay live at practice. So good breakdown of stuff. Let's do this. We're a little bit late for a break. I want to take that, and then we'll come back. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show right around the corner. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, say thanks to our friends over at the Rock Complex in Franklin, Wisconsin. They are the first stop on this year's motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. The full court press is on. you will get pre-registered for the event. There's some great prizes, and we can't say thanks enough to the Rock. They're going to have some food trucks there. They're going to have uh, all their complexes pretty much open. You want to go walk around and go take a look at a bunch of different stuff, everything from Franklin Field to Lux Golf Bays, the new pizzeria, all that stuff. They're going to open up the campus to us, and uh, they got some music uh, that's going to be playing up there at the Umbrella Bar. Got a lot of good stuff coming up uh, for the motorcycle ride, and we can't say thanks enough to our friends over there at the Rock Complex and Lux Golf Bays. Go to Lux L U X E LuxGolfBays dot com. We got the Fisher House um, golf outing coming up as well, so actually you're going to probably catch me sometime next week down at the Lux Golf Bays because I'm going to have to get my golf game in order. To be able to play on the uh, uh, on the Monday before the ride, which is coming up on the 28th, which by the way, Grant Bills, you will be on your own that day. In case you did not know, the 28th, you said Monday the 28th. I got it in my calendar. Being uh, being upon the board of directors, I am uh, I am going to be there uh, doing the check in and working at the golf course that day. So you got business to I, conduct. I do. I got uh, I got some business. So, uh, but we'll be there. So anyway, there you go. That's uh, LuxGolfBase.com. Uh, Good stuff from Mike Clemens. So we're going uh, to – we're at the top of the hour. We're going to take a quick break, going to come back and uh, kind of reset things. And uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, did Mike change your mind on the, uh, the kicking situation in Green Bay by any chance, Grant? You know,
1: if I'm being 100% honest, I think I need to listen to that interview again because once he admitted that back in the day he used to play guitar in bars and cover Eagles songs, that's kind of just <laughs> what my brain – like the, the rest of the interview, that's all I could think about. So I need to go back and listen to what he said again. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think he did. I, I think the urgency that Mike's talk, talking about with the kicking is is something I need to hear.
0: Totally, right, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you, you, we'll do that. Let's do that. Uh, we'll hear from Mike Clemens coming out of the top of the hour shoot, and uh, we can talk about that yet again. We have got uh, one hour down. we got three more yet to go, and uh, just enjoying the day. Beautiful day. The thunderstorms rolled through. We're all good. Hey, don't forget the motorcycle ride ends at Steel Tank Brewing on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right off of 67. And uh, I'm going to be heading out there this weekend, uh, kind of go over things. But uh, we ordered the porta potties. <laughs> the porta potties have been ordered. It's one of those details you just can't forget about. But we almost did. They've been ordered. The stage is being set up. The tent is being set up. Oh, it's going to be great. Can't wait. More of the Michael Show next.